You know, off of that record, my favorite song is probably Edible Autopsy. I couldn't even tell you. I know the names of some of them, but I don't even remember what they were as the names. Like, was Hammer Smash Face on that one? No, Hammer Smash Face <laughs> is, I think, on Eating Back to Life. Yeah, that's the album. No, 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 yeah, no. Eating no. Back to Life had. Uh, or no, 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 not Eating Back to Life. My my bad. Butchered at birth. Ha ha. You know, Eating Back to Life is the first one. That's the one that yeah. had uh, uh, Edible Autopsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ. What the hell else is. What See, was the. That's why I don't remember. Yeah. Skullful of Maggots? Uh, Skullful of Maggots is on there. The first, uh, the first Cannibal Corpse record yeah. is an I, absolute gem. I, I could tell you the, the name of the songs, and they're, but they're great to hum along to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheeled in on a cart, lying dormant, yeah. not dead. Hospital of Immortality, butcher their patients bloody red. Taken into a dark room, fear of impending doom. Doctor straps you down with an evil grin. Grabs his rusty blade, ripping through flesh and vein. Tortures his patients with evil means. I think I think bands like Cannibal Corpse, you can put Deicide in there and a few others, uh-huh. that they, they only exist for the rebellious teen. Who wants to piss everyone off around them. Dude, I'm 46 and I still listen to Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, and you like to piss everyone else off around you. Yeah, but I'm not a rebellious teen. You're a a rebellious old man. Fair enough. (laughs) And I still listen to Deicide. (laughs) But that's that way. You you start to get the nostalgia factor, but that's why everybody kind of... No one one starts listening to that and thinks, this is really good classic. See now, the kids today, the kids today... (laughs) They listen to they listen to Cannibal Corpse now, and they get the Corpse Grinder stuff, right? Yeah, Corpse Grinder Fisher. They don't know, by and large, they don't know the old school Cannibal Corpse, eaten back to life, butchered at birth. Those records with um, Chris Barnes on vocals. Mm-hmm. If they know Chris, who Chris Barnes is at all now, it's from Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. You know, but go back, li- kids, listen to Uncle Eric. Go back and listen to. The first couple of Cannibal Corpse records. You'll thank me. That's where Cookie Monster vocals came from. Well, I, I that's mean, where it all started. It, it, yeah, that era, because uh, back then you had. That's not a dig either. I I enjoy that. Uh, oh, I love it too. But back then you had bands like Cannibal Corpse, Deicide, um, of course, the phenomenal Death. You know, Death was mm-hmm. like. Death was mint, chef kiss. You know, I I absolutely love everything Chuck Schuldner ever released, yep. whether it be Death or Control Denied, you know, whatever. And that's a that's a that dude when he passed away, that was a massive loss to the music world because Chuck was a fucking genius. But speaking of Chuck Schuldner, that is okay. Speaking of Chuck Schuldner. BC Rich is working on a reissue of his of his acts. Nice. Yes. The BC Rich Stealth. Okay. Two Chuck specs, one pickup, one volume, nothing else. Very nice. Yeah. I I need one in my life. <laughs> I showed Missy, she's like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. I need one. Yeah. Speaking of things with collections, uh, I just got um, my newest game in the mail today, Die of the Dead. Die of the Dead. Sounds it's, it's a game based on um, uh, Dia Ella Morate, the Day of the Dead. Yeah, Dia de la Morte. Uh, yeah, you're you're trying to get souls um, up the the golden ladder. Nice. It is my four hundredth and ninety sixth game. Sweet. I'm so close to that milestone. 
Nice. You got to do like an Instagram post for it for 500. I probably am. I do Instagram posts all the time now. Yeah, I, 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 I follow yeah, you. I'm going to I'm going to do I'm probably for the 500. We did. A, we played Abomination this weekend where you're building a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. You're getting corpses um, from the cemetery. You can murder them. You can, <laughs> you can get them from the morgue. You're just getting body parts. Nice. And yeah, it's it sounds gruesome. It really and it's very a very dark gothic looking theme. But oh, it's a lot of fun. You should have invited me. I would have liked to have played that. It was a spur. I did. I had to clean out my whole living room to get a couch in. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Yeah, and then we, I heard about that. And then we yeah, and we uh, yeah, I finally gave Jim the idea to take the couch apart. You know, I uh, <laughs> I, I I spoke to Jim this week. Yeah, but anybody that he tells you was a lie. No, I, I, no, no, no. We didn't. We didn't talk about you. We talked about Mortal Kombat. Okay. And uh, hang on. Full disclosure, guys. Um, there was no episode last week because my potato laptop decided to cut about three to four minutes of audio at random spots through our recording. So last week was a wash. That week didn't exist. Yeah, and we if we can we can recap a lot of it. Where say let's see. Um, Offspring's new album, brilliant. Yes. Glenn and Glenda from Ed Wood, trash. Yes. And not good trash, just straight trash. Straight trash. Um, I like Mortal Kombat, Jim didn't. Yeah, well, honestly, I was discussing something similar, and I brought up the fact there's only two good ways to make a video game movie. Okay. The first way is like The Last Starfighter, where the video game is an element of the movie. Yeah. The second way is the way when a character gets sucked into the game, Tron. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, Other than that, you got your Street Fighters, uh, Mortal Kombat's, uh, Mario Brothers, all those. I mean, they're going to be shit. Well, the thing is, Mortal Kombat isn't... It wasn't shit. The original Mortal Kombat was pretty shit. The the new one was good. Yeah, but... But you you need to... And I told Jim this... You need to go in not expecting The Godfather. Oh, yeah. I, it's a fucking popcorn movie. I enjoy the first two Mortal Kombats. I enjoyed them. Yes, because you went in expecting a video game movie. Exactly. And I'm not expecting something, like, awesome. Because ju- it doesn't work with a video game movie. It no, never will. It's just it's just meant to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else do you do this week? That was about it. The couch. Yeah. The couch was the big one. Um, I got my I got my second COVID shot. Oh, can on, I punch you in the arm? No, <laughs> it, it already feels better. And I got lucky. I did not have any like side effects. The only thing is my my arm was sore mm-hmm. till about I got that was on Thursday. My arm was sore till about mid uh, about mid afternoon on mm-hmm. Friday. I and I felt like I had a bit of a cold. Other than that, no issues. Oh, that's good. Now. You know, in two weeks when I'm, quote unquote, fully vaccinated and, you know, the side effects kick in, then we'll know. What side effects? You mean the 5G chip? Yes. Yes. <laughs> when Bill Gates starts tracking me, the Palmerton School District is calling me. I don't want to talk to you. Uh, it's just a... It's uh, a robocall. Yeah. Oh, I, a- I enjoy them, though. But, you know, one nice thing about the robocalls that we've been getting from Palmerton School District is they're not... COVID calls. No, no, they're they're pretty much calls. I I got a. Have you been getting the one? We've been getting the ones that like dispel rumors. Yes, it's like and just these busybodies in this town. 
It's like, I don't know where they get their freaking ideas from. And then you have to have a person of authority come in and say, calm the hell yeah. down. Well, well, speaking of that, um, the girl that runs or is now the owner of what used to be the Sunoco in town. Okay. Wait, wait, that is that the pit? Pit, the old pit stop? Yeah. Right, okay. Right here on the corner of... Oh, I uh, thought... I Okay, I know that was owned by a... Yeah, uh, well, Kaylee bought it. Okay, all right. I haven't been in there in a long because the pumps just don't work half the time. Well, that the the it, when they're cold, they're slow. When they're cold, they're very slow. Mm-hmm. But um, Kaylee bought the pit stop, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, great. It's great for her because she started working there as a teenager, as a you know, as a cashier. Now she owns a fucking joint. Damn. Yep. Good for her. Um, you talk about rumors and how you know and shit going on. Um, she hasn't been in the store for a little bit. She's been a bit under the weather mm-hmm. and, uh, the rumor has the rumor going around started by probably one asshole was that she was in, uh, you know, she was admitted to the psych ward. Okay. It's funny. Like, I didn't know they were allowing cell phones in the psych ward because she's talking to her fucking employees every day. I know. Yep. You know, I mean, because people are busybodies and they got to start shit. Um, Missy today came home from work and one of the parents on her, Missy drives special needs kids. Mm -hmm. One of the children on her run is a nonverbal autistic child. Okay. And mom opens the door. It's a 20 foot walk from the front door to the bus. All right. Mom opens the door standing there. Let's the kid walk out by himself because she's been told the mom has been told, you know, you need to let him stretch his boundaries a little bit. Mm -hmm. So 20 feet from the front door to the bus and child protective services was called by who busy body neighbors. Jesus Christ. I hate people. You know, I'm not very a violent person. And I'm very non-confrontational, but they're they're really people need to be upended with a shovel at times. They really do. You ain't kidding. You know, it's you ain't like kidding. I'm I, I've just had it sometimes. You know, every people can have their opinions, and I don't know why they have to say the out loud part if they want to be assholes. Keep it to yourself. You know, keep it to yourself. Unless you're me. That's, uh, that's part of the reason that I just had to get off of social media. It's like people that I know that are normally sane people that seem normal sane are are they just think that who are they shouting to? You know, they get these opinions in their head they and, have, they, and they just have to shout it online. The empty can rattles the most. But they have to shout this stuff online and think that that, that nobody you should respect my right to say it. But be an asshole. Go go to a bar and just stand up on top of a table and yell that and see how you know see how much of fans you're gonna get. Right, right. I mean, depending on the bar, you know. Oh, Rusty Nail, we could have got away with it. Yeah, we could have got away with anything <laughs> on the nail. Um, so this afternoon, uh, Randy got a package for he he plays a lot of online video games. Yeah, and he's a big fan of the game Tekken. Okay. Well, he's got this really fancy. Arcade fighting stick, right? Yeah. Said fighting stick was broken. So the part to replace it came in today. Okay. And uh, he's sitting there and he's trying to take it apart. And first off, 
Randy, it's righty tighty lefty Lucy. Oh, I thought it was going the right way. <laughs> so, good old dad jumps in, starts helping him with it. And I take the thing apart in like no time. And then we get it to the guts of it to inside where we have to replace the the actual part, yeah. right? It's uh kind of like the controller switch for the joystick. Was it one of those little micro switches? Yes. I know exactly what part you mean. Okay. So um he's go he goes to start unscrewing the board underneath the micro switch. I'm like, "No. Don't do that." Uh, it's not really a micro switch. It's about 2 inch square. Yeah. Okay. So he starts to go to unscrew the board underneath it. I'm like, "No, don't do that." Well, what? I'm like, "Move." <laughs> Just take the clip off, right? I take the, you know, the 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 uh wiring off. And I look and I see, okay, there's four little clips here. I got to take this part off. And this slides right off. And he says to me, how did you know to do that? Did you watch a video? <laughs> uh. Did I watch a video? <laughs> no. I just know shit. How much stuff did we take apart Ex- in our younger days? Experience. Well, yeah. That's, there, there comes a point when... I did do something. I actually got a ring doorbell now. Yes. And, oh, it's loads of fun. I'm still adjusting the sensitivity on it because uh-huh. I keep getting traffic. But um, they have a whole thing where you, to, as you're setting it up in the app to get your setup, they have a section where they teach you how to put it together. Okay. It's two screws. I don't need instructions to put two screws in a thing. I have seen you try to use a hammer. No, now that's different. That was different. And you get more leverage on a lower grip. It's like in golf when you say choke up on your swing. Wait, is that baseball? Baseball. When in baseball, <laughs> you choke up on the bat, you're going to get more Leverage. You know you're not going to get more leverage. You're just going to get you're going to get a more controlled swing. Yeah, you and know what's yeah. I got a controlled swing to the gut is what I got, and less what par. I got, and less par. <laughs> you need par. You hit me in the stomach, you bastard. No, I hit you in the guts. Your stomach is protected. It was just your flabby gut. What what's in what's in the what's in the thing? Tea. Oh yeah, yeah. My my tea. Oh, chai latte. No, just I don't do any of that stuff. I can't. I can't. Delicious Pots, Pottsville swill. Yeah, I just unsweetened tea. I ran out of lemon juice. Mm. Got to oh. pick more up. Lemon and honey? No, just lemon. I do the I do the honey in my rose hips herbal tea during the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to pull your man card. Shut up! It's good stuff. Hey, there is no man. That's good stuff. Why I should be able to enjoy what I can enjoy. That's true. I'll give you that. You know, it's not like I'm sitting. I can't go to bed without chamomile. No, it's none of that. Although I could have used. I got like three hours sleep last night. You, you could have used some chamomile. I could have used some chamomile sleepy time tea. Yes. How about Earl Grey piping hot? No, I tried Earl Grey. It's awful. It's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot <laughs> yeah. of a lot of nerds like it because supposedly like Patrick Stewart's drink on Star Trek. Yeah, and it's like no, no, you you can't like that stuff. It's it tastes like garbage. Yeah, it it, it it's trash water. Yeah, stop liking things because your favorite TV. You know what he had on TV? He was drinking a cup of cold water. He wasn't drinking no goddamn Earl Grey. That's right. 
Uh, th- speaking of cups of things, I got uh, some coffee mugs made. Oh yeah, last week. Uh, uh, for now there was a limited edition of five. I have two of them, and Frank, Fran, and Amy have the other three. A friend of mine now can like photo print coffee cups. And oh, stuff. cool! Uh, in fact, we're going to be doing them at the haunted house this right. year, possibly. But I had a couple made with Mark's picture on them. Nice. So I can have coffee with Mark in the morning. Very nice. Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, it brought a tear to Franny's eye. I fuck it. I love Frank and Fran. They're such good people. <laughs> They're very nice people. Yes, they are. And I I, I miss Mark terribly. <laughs> I really do. Uh, like today, today, today was kind of a, a strange day. You know, I, I, I just found myself, you know, cause the cup is on my desk Yeah, and I'm looking up, I'm like, you, you bastard, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got mad at him for a little bit, yep. you know, cause he, cause he's not here. And then I'm like, I just fucking miss you. And then I went and I played guitar for a little bit and, mm. you know, Grief is a, you know, grief is a messed up thing, man. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it comes and goes. I still end up, you know, getting a little tearful. Yeah. You know, and I do it to myself because of certain country songs. I'll put on a record that I know is one of my mom's favorites. I know what it's going to do to me, and I think I just have to let it happen. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, So Far Away by Avenged Sevenfold. Mm. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, Brett played it at Trivia, and I broke down at the table, Mm. you know. Because it just made me think. Uh, it made me think about him. Yep. Know? Grief's a fucked up thing, man. Ah. All right. Let's find something happy. All right. You want to stick your hand in the dirt bucket or you want me to? Yeah. Yep. Your turn this week. And that that way we know it's going to be a topic that'll stay uh, recorded. Ooh, Alexi. Alexi, my boy. Oh, I'm still waiting for the I'm still waiting for the autographed Alexi sale picture. I haven't done anything with that. <laughs> you know, I have. I have so many correspondence to people that I want to send to. I haven't still haven't done it yet. Okay. I've stuck my hand in said dirt bucket. Fads. Ooh. Fads. And no, Bill, it was not because it was something you picked because it was my topic that we... <laughs> Jackass. Yes. This is another one of mine. You need to put no, some it isn't. more... No, I put that one in. Did... No, that's my handwriting. I, I put that one in a few weeks ago. Then there's another fads in there. Awesome. Okay. But hey. <laughs> but when, when we, that is 100% my handwriting. Well, I know I wrote it too, so. All bite, right. Bite me. Now. <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't dare me. Now, when it comes to fads. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, speaking of my denim jackets, that fad should come back. That fad should never come back. <laughs> I don't care how hard you try to bring the Canadian tuxedo back. Oh, it's got to come back. It's got to come back. We were slaves to fads when and we, as everybody is at some point or another. Yes. You know, what were some of your favorites? I, I already, denim jacket, mine, favorite, always will be. White Reebok high tops. Oh, I miss high tops. That were unlaced at the top and your jeans tucked <laughs> inside said high tops. I never did that. It, uh, it was the it, like, yeah. it was like the anthrax New York hardcore type look at first. Yeah, and then the preppies co opted <laughs> it, uh, but then the preppies changed it and did the tight roll of the pants. Yep, 
you know. But uh, I mean, the white the white Reebok high tops that was a fad. Yeah, I had uh, white Converse high tops and stuff, but I had the Converse high tops. Yeah, which oh, I love those. I loved high tops. I mean, it's a sh- it's a shame they're they're gone by the wayside. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's hard to find a set of high tops anymore. You you can't. I mean, it's it's all basketball shoe now. Yeah, mid uh, like what they would call mid tops back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, one thing that's never gone out of style though, and I have a pair of them upstairs, is my is my Chuck Taylors. Yeah, I I had to get another pair of them. Yep. I had a I had a a, a set that was like denim. Yeah. Go figure. I know, right? <laughs> They're also just kind of distressed and really nice, but I never wore them, so I got rid of them. Well, my brother's getting married soon, and um, we had to get black Chuck Taylors for the groomsmen. Really? Really. So now I, I own a set of black Chuck Taylors. Okay. <laughs> I got to ask, why? I don't know. Um, what are the what is the rest of the of the groomsmen's uniform in this situation? Uh, it's gonna be um, stonewashed blue jeans. <laughs> I got that covered. A white shirt, I believe, and a gray vest. Or is it nineteen ninety one? I don't know. I think it's I think it's a white shirt though. I haven't asked, and I I should ask because I don't have any dress shirts. Here's a fad. I'm reminded of it because it came up. On my uh, sort of almost kind of came up in a way on my Facebook memories a few days ago. Mm. Wearing your pants backwards. I don't think I've ever done that. You, uh, neither, I, I know who I know. Neither did I from the crisscross stuff. Right. But I don't re- I don't remember anybody doing that. Though. Well, well, it came up on my feed. Yeah, because a few days ago was the eighth anniversary of Jeff Henneman from Slayer. Dying. Right. And. The dude from Crisscross died the day before Jeff Henneman did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He died the day before Jeff Henneman did. And in typical me fashion, I posted, you know, a thing about Jeff Henneman, you know, being, I said, uh, we lost a true musical icon today and someone who contributed, blah, 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 blah. Unlike the guy from Crisscross, <laughs> who's... One contribution was having everybody wear their shit backwards for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah, the filter wasn't engaged. Yeah, there there was um, a lot of the stuff we did probably went around clothing. Yeah. And and then and stupid little fads like the Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, And you get on board with that. I remember doing those like the virtual pets. Yeah. And I kill, I killed more than my fair share. Oh, me too, me too. Yep, we'd um, you you try to keep, but they're so damn needy, you know. It's like yes. it's like you, you know, it's they, worse than real pets. Yeah, it's worse. It's even worse than real kids. Even they take naps occasionally. Right, the, the them freaking virtual pets, man. They're always going eh, feed me. Yeah, I was eh, eh. I was seeing some stuff. I mean, usually. I get down a YouTube hole and I'll find like the 80s and 90s things. Yeah. Like when they used to, the quarter uh, pull stuffs in uh, stores, homies. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember the homies. I remember the homies. And then that, then they sold uh, like grills with them. Yep. They sold grills. Oh, God. Like literally 50 cent plastic gold teethus. Yeah. And <laughs> The, those those little, um, you know, uh, football helmets you can get out of there. Yeah. And you had to collect them all. 
No. You, you could, well, yeah, everybody, well, you had to collect them all because, you know, I think the local market was never in this machine. Well, I always, <laughs> I, I would just, like, when I would do this, I would just pull until I got a Raiders one. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And then I'm done. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes I would luck out and I'd get a Raiders one, two or three in, up, up, yeah. fuck, done. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's, um, I'm, let's see, clo- clothing ones we all did. It's trying to clothing ones that we all just, I'm trying the stupid clothing ones we all did. Like everybody did the tight roll of the jeans. Yeah. I didn't do that. Chain wallets. Cha- I still have two. I have one yet. I still have two. Was... Um, I still have two chain wallets. I never wore them, but I have two of them. Uh, the, I, I also had a vest, a leather vest in high school. I've got that one. That had speakers embedded in it. What? You could plug it into your Walkman and the music would come out of your chest. Oh, my God. I've never <laughs> even seen one of those. Yeah. I wore it to school maybe three times. And I might have just... Did you get beat up? No, no, not for that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you throw that in. No, not for that. See, I, I, have, I have a leather vest upstairs. Yeah. But... It's a biker vest. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a it's a Harley vest, and that's where I have my you know my different patches on there. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I never had a vest with speakers in it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been that that would have been useful before Bluetooth. You know, <laughs> yeah i I always found sometimes found the weirdest, strangest pieces of clothing. You know, wearing the trucker hats before it became a thing. You know, even when trucker hats but like were hot and for some reason people are wearing them again, I've never liked trucker hats. I don't I I can't stand the mesh back hat. I I liked a few of them. I don't mind the snapbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, but that whole mesh back, yeah. nah, not for me. Yep. I I, also- I I want fabric all around my head. Yeah, and I think I had um I had the denim fedora at Dorney. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah, that was, but that was eighty nine, ninety. It's like I think I remember <laughs> that. Oh God, what are, what were some of the other hot fads back then? Um, back, well, back back we the going into the eighties into the nineties was when everything started getting sloppy extreme. Okay, that is you know when you're you're every show you watch from that time. Like there's no, every everything is like zooming in and out cam. Yeah, you're gonna get seasick watching any program. Kind of like a modern WWE match. Yeah, and I remember the arcade that they repainted at Dorney between '89 and '90, and when they just splattered paint all over the white. Yeah, everywhere. It, it it looked like they had a paintball fight in the place, which they probably did to paint it. But everything started out like that. The, the just the angles and the, you know. And the weird colors that the '90s brought on, there there was more weird neon in the '90s than there was in the '80s. I think that I think you can blame Dan, Dan Cortez for that. He, but he brought table service to Burger King. Yeah, that was that was a thing. I'm for, not I'm not gonna hang the everything with Dan Cortez. That was a thing for like 15 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was funny. Give you some. Yeah, here's some. Have some popcorn. Sit down, and then we'll bring you your food. Yeah. Hey, think about the concept though. You're going to a fast food restaurant, and they're bringing you your food. That's awesome. It, it gives it some legitimacy. 
Yeah, but it's still Burger King. It's still like <laughs> low rent. Yeah. They should they should have went full force with this. Like, can I take your order, sir? Uh, yes, I'd like a Whopper uh, with cheese, um, with the sauce on the side. Yes. <laughs> and could I please have just one slice of pickle? Yes. And can you substitute tater tots for fries? Hmm? Oh, there's an upcharge. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. Speaking of fast food, Randy and I had a bad fa- had two bad fast food experiences in the last week. Oh, hey, I got one too, so go for it. Hardee's. Okay. Absolute garbage. Wait a minute. Where the hell is there a Hardee's around here? We were down in Harrisburg. Holy shit. Okay, go for it, man. We were down in Harrisburg. All right. Dude, stay away. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. Um, it was like below Burger King level, below McDonald's level. That bad, I, w- I I I shan't be stepping foot in one again. And then we were uh, then we were we stopped at the uh, at the Harrisburg Mall. All right. Actually, the Hardee's was in Lebanon. We stopped at the Harrisburg Mall for lunch. We figured, okay, we'll just go find the food court. There's a checkers in the food court. Okay, I've heard now, of those. Okay, so all right, let's try checkers. Uh, it's eleven. 15 when we get there so they just opened at 11 o'clock all right i waited no lie 10 minutes for a fast food burger order fries and a chili cheese dog yeah but doesn't checkers like make stuff like like five guys like on the fly dude it was fucking cold <laughs> did you did you give him the chef ramsey Oh, Randy and Randy and I critiqued it while this, we were sitting there eating. This burger's still booing. No, my, it, it was cooked. My, it was just cold. My recent one. This was awesome. Um, we uh, Val wanted. I was taking Val out driving, and she want now she wanted to go out for something to eat. Okay, so because you know she eats less than I do, I say, "Look, just go where you want to go. I'll, I'll find something." Right. So we get to start the car. We start driving. She decides then she doesn't want to go to get something to eat. Where do you want to go? And I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking Arby's. All right? I've been wanting to get a, a Giro. Giro. No, no. A Giro. You call it, if you call it a Giro, like a Giro, then you satisfy both ends of the argument. Giro. No, Giro. So anyway, so I decide I want to get one of those. And they have crinkle fries, which are really good. For fast food fries. So we go to Arby's in Lee Heighton, get up to the window, and say, you know, like a euro and a large crinkle fry. She said, you want to try the two for six? I said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Because I'll have one now, and then I'll have one tomorrow. Great. Go up, pay for it, get the food, we drive home. I get home, open up the bag, two beef and cheddars. Nice. So and I'm and I don't have any Arby sauce, so so I'm like, that's a hard no. That's a spider. But that's a I, hard no. Yeah. So then I go into the fridge. I got some hot and honey sauce from Mission Barbecue. Okay. I poured that on. And I'm eating it. That didn't help it. I ate that sandwich. The half of the other one threw it away. I was so disappointed. I didn't get my gyro. Well, I I've never tried a gyro from Arby's. They're delicious. I will not. Okay, but they are delicious. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Euro aficionado. 
Okay, I I I comb places looking for euros. Like I know tomorrow I'm going to be in I'm going to be in Scranton. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm having lunch tomorrow. All right, I'm going to the Greek American Grill, best euros in in the Wyoming Valley. Unbelievable. I will not, not, not ever eat a euro from fucking Arby's. I understand you. I feel you. But like, I don't have a choice because I there's not a lot of euro places around here. Uh, the closest one I know of is Broadheadsville. Is that closer to Quakertown? Yes, yeah, closer. To, way closer okay. to Quakertown. Because that's where I used to get them from Theo's. Mm-hmm. Theo's euros. Yes. Uh, there, there's a place in uh, there's a place right on in Market Square in Wilkesbury. It's pretty good. Mm. Little literal hole in the wall joint. Mm. Good stuff. They cook every. They've got the vertical rotisserie, right? Yeah. They have the vertical rotisserie, but they you know they shave the meat off, and they don't have a flat top in there. So they have an electric griddle that they freaking warm your pita on. Nice. Yeah, dude. Bomb ass, bomb ass euros. But if you're in, if you find yourself in Scranton, seek out the Greek American Grill. Fantastic. If I happen to be up there for any reason whatsoever, which mostly unlikely, but if I am, yeah, I'll definitely seek them out. And if you don't want the euro, right across the street's Jersey Mike's. Oh, I love Jersey Mike's. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Do they have a meatball hoagie there? At Jersey Mike's? Yeah. No, at, at the one up there because I know their menu changes from place to place. I. You know what? I've never been to that Jersey Mike's. All right. Because the one in Allentown doesn't have meatballs. And I want to try a meatball hoagie from one of those places. Randy usually gets a cheesesteak at Jersey Mike's. Okay. And, dude, they're sloppy as shit. Yeah, I get, the, I get the kahuna. They're Oh, they're good. Oh, they are. Jersey Mike's makes some yep. fantastic sandwiches. Yeah, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in the mood for a hoagie... I'll hunt down to Jersey Mike's. If there's a Jersey Mike's within ten miles, I'll go. Yep, I, I go to. I might get that for lunch tomorrow. Now, oh, <laughs> nice, nice. We nice. going right down by work. Where exactly do you work at? Right next to the airport. Oh, you're right next to the airport. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm right behind the control tower. Oh, okay. So head down Shanersville Road. Uh huh. Um, Asian Bistro Two. Uh huh. Great sushi. Yeah, I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah. And you got Dickie's Barbecue yep, right been there. there. Dickies is good. Yep. Um, Burger I Burger am is there, and I'm not going there again because they they can they can screw it up. Yeah, I've heard Burger I am is no bueno. It's it's a gimmick. You know, you can Instagram your food, and it shows up on a wall behind you, but all like for a few seconds, like all the places from Burger I am are on there. Yeah. But you know, if you get in there and say, oh, what's your you know what's your cell phone number, and and they text you when your burger's ready. Yeah. Well, I got my burger. First time I was there, it was cold. And it came fresh out the kitchen. Second time I went there, they completely screwed up my whole order. And whatever the French fry type chips that they have. Yeah. Were like this sloppy, soggy mess. And I said, yeah, two chances. You failed them both. Taking a picture of a hamburger, put me on the wall. Doesn't save you. Yeah. I mean, like, normally I'll give a, I'll give a place two chances. Unless it unless it is that bad, mm-hmm. and then I just say no, I'm done after one. Unless it's breakfast, when you fuck up breakfast, you're done. <laughs> I will never return. When you fuck up eggs and bacon, uh, I think I think most of them do that. 
Nah, man. I every so often one of these places will have um, a nice special, like the Chipotle bacon um, stuff from Dunkin' Donuts, and they'll be good for a month and then go away. Food fad. Yeah, yeah, definitely the food. It's oh, irritating. Yeah. Hey, there we go. There's a tie-in to bring it back ho- back home. Food fads, like uh, Joe Cola. Joe, <laughs> I miss Joe Cola. Oh, I don't miss Joe Cola. That was a heart attack in a can. Ooh, all the sugar and twice the caffeine. Yeah, I would have two of those before school every morning. Oh, you you remember Booger's store, right? Oh yeah, I remember Booger's. Booger Booger's <laughs> would. I ca- I I was his like biggest customer for jolt because that was the only place in town that had it oh yeah there was a jolt soda machine at the gas station uh-huh right next to my high school oh so you go to i get two cans and i chug them down on the walk up to the high school by oh. the time i got into school i was wide awake i might as well just done a, a bump of coke <laughs> yeah, it, we we were like the great cornholio before the great cornholio. Oh, it was bad. It's like you know, and then you get you at, you get the fourth period. It's like, wait, how'd this happen already? Yeah, how, where did where did the whole day go? As your heart's just going, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe Cola, that was a oh, oh, it was tasty though. Yeah, it was tasty. It was like a it was like a much better RC. I liked RC. I was uh, you can only get the at the diner. Yeah, I, it, I really enjoy. Well, RC. no, they, they have it for ninety nine cent for a two liter over at the Sunoco. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were some other food fads like now? Na- like nowadays, McDLT, the McD, oh, the McDLT. Yeah, keep the hot side hot, then the cold, cold side, side cold. cold. <laughs> Here we go. The best burger McDonald's ever made, the Arch Deluxe. <laughs> the Arch Deluxe. That was a. I don't. I wasn't that just like a Big Mac with like one patty? No, it was like a. It, it was. Uh, <laughs> The 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 meat was actually seasoned, mm. and it had like a peppery mayo on it. Um, it was a like a peppery mayo uh, mayo mustard sauce. Yeah. It was really good. It was the best freaking burger McDonald's ever made. And they sunk like I know I I, I ate it. I mean I they sunk like so much money into advertising for this burger, and then dropped it. I'm sad. I'm sadly. I mean, I'm, I'm a consumer whore. I mean, it's like if there's something out there they they it's new and improved. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, just I'll, just to see. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'll try it too. You know, I mean, but I I was a big fan of the Arch Deluxe. That was uh, that was like one of my favorite fast food items ever. Do I you, was a fan of the the original McRib. I've never in my life eaten a McRib. Yeah, the fan of the originals, like back from high school. And then it went away, and then they brought it back, and it just didn't taste the same. Whatever they did to it, it didn't taste the, the same. The synthetic pigs were different. Yeah. Well, I said when they took the pink slime out of the food, man, you just ruined it. And put that ammonia back in there, I'll eat it. That's right. You know. Well, it's like Taco Bell. Uh, somebody claimed that, the, that that Taco Bell was only 70% meat. You know, their, the, their taco filling was only 70% meat. They actually clapped back, and this is one of the best clapbacks I've ever heard. No, we're eighty-seven percent real beef. <laughs> Whoa, come on, man! Yeah, Taco Bell and me just—I I can't even eat any of their stuff anymore. Oh God! It's when, a s- sloppy, soggy mess. When I was in, when I was stationed in Maryland, and it was getting close to payday and funds were tight, mm-hmm. um, our priorities were straight. We had sandwich fixins. We we had our sandwich fixins in the in a fridge, right? 
and we would have like our standbys of peanut butter and jelly and stuff like that. Always had beer, <laughs> but if we were, you know, it was like funds were tight, paydays in two days, but we got to eat. Taco Bell. <laughs> yep. Dude, I rem- I've I can I can legitimately claim I have gone into a Taco Bell with a Ziploc bag full of pennies and paid for a 12 pack of tacos. <laughs> they fucking hated me. Oh. Me and Brad Morseth both did it at the same time. Went in with a, just bags of pennies and got Taco Bell. They hated us. <laughs> <laughs> now around that time, two beers you might have had Fat beers, Red Dog, uh huh, and Zima. I was never a Zima guy. I had Zima a couple times. Uh, no, here, well, we'll keep tying into the to the fad beers. Yeah, you remember when ice beers were a hot thing? Yep, but uh, but ice. Oh, I was a Bud Ice fan. Somewhere around here, I have a uh, I have a thirty two ounce. I have a I have a quart, uh, mug, Bud Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Doobie doobie doo. Yep. I drank so much of that. And I, I, I drank a lot of Ice House. And I have no idea why. And no, it wasn't like it was good beer. No, it was all Budweiser. Right. Really? It was good. <laughs> right. Well, we went through a dry the dry phase. Yes. When I don't even know what that meant. You know, it was like you'd had you'd had Bud Dry, you know. Michelob dry. dry. Yeah. Everything was dry and then it was all ice. Yeah. It's like just take your beer. And then, and then they got really creative and just changed the bottle style. Yeah. We're not even going to change the beer now. It's like, look, new bottle. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you remember when Mickey's Big Mouths were, th- were hot for a minute? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, Be- that. Beer, beer fads seemed always. I remember going into bars and one day like Newcastle. Uh-huh. Everybody's drinking Newcastle. Yep. You know, and then everybody's drinking Smittix. Yep. You know, it's like there's this one beer will just stand out for like a, like a, a month or two. Everybody's drinking it. I think, was it Mad Magic Hat 9 or Magic something? Magic Hat 9. Magic Hat 9 was another one of those. Uh, Land Shark. Land Shark, yep. And there were, you know, there were... Shock Top. Yep. And, and everybody was drinking them for like a month. Yep. And then they move on to the next thing. Yep. And then Blue Moon came out. Blue Moon. Oh, my God. And I think I've had every single one of these. So have I. <laughs> so have I. Uh, in fact, Randy has... Well, this isn't a fad beer because it's been around for a long time. Uh, Randy has a 12-pack of Line and Kugel Summer Shandy upstairs. I remember... Yeah, I've had Line... line well, Line and Kugel itself, though... Yeah, Line and Kugels has been around forever. It made it made its way into the pop culture. Yeah. Uh, well, that... that Talking about, we talked, I said earlier about my friend Brad Morseth. Yeah. Brad is, you know, a Wisconsin boy. Mm-hmm. So Lion and Kugels was mm-hmm. his shit from way back in the <laughs> okay. day. He's the guy that introduced me to Lion and Kugels, you know. So I was, before Lion, Lion and Kugels was like the, was like the, the yingling of the Midwest. Okay. You know, it was big out there, like yingling is, or was here before yeah. it ever got national. You know, yeah, everybody knew it. Yeah, yep. I, I was introduced to Line and Kugels by a former coworker. Uh huh. And um, he just, hey, try this, and it was because I drank at the time. I drank Corona. Ugh. So, <laughs> Ugh. I I can't drink any beer. You got to put fruit in it to make it taste good. Yeah, yeah. And when Triple H got on the commercial, said, "No fruit in beer, man rule." <laughs> 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 Don't fruit the beer. <laughs> but. 
Yeah, I think I started getting away from Corona, but I, oh, it was still delicious. Yeah, I mean, Lion and Kugels is a good beer. That's a really good beer. And that's um, why I got the Guinness and I just stopped there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can't Guinness. You can't go wrong with Guinness. It's like uh, it's like my go to is is Heineken. Yeah, you know, if if I'm gonna splurge on beer, I'm gonna get Heineken because it's it's fantastic. And I have, I've always been a fan yeah. of the bitter beers. I think well, I I think I like Guinness just because I don't drink beer now to get wasted. Right. I drink it to just relax and enjoy myself. and enjoy a beer. Right. Yeah. You know, you can't. Nobody, I think, enjoys a Budweiser. Uh, no, that's why you <laughs> shotgun buds. <laughs> yeah. You know, nobody's shotgunning fucking Guinness. Oh my gosh, your head would explode. <laughs> nobody's shotgunning Guinness. No. Nobody's shotgunning Heineken. No. You know. You, you you shotgun cheap beer that you just want to get smashed. Yep. You know, it's like I see these guys like like on TikTok. I see all these guys doing these shotguns and stuff, <laughs> and I have yet to see one quality beer shotgun. Oh, how is that? I mean, that there there's a there's a modern day fad TikTok. Well, yeah, doing, doing things that you know are just mundane. Yeah, shotgunning a beer. Is not something that the world needs to see. No, um, like, well, like I just uh, st- I started another TikTok channel today. Oh, for God's sakes, for what now? This one is going to be one that I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna put my lucha mask on, <laughs> and I took a I'm gonna do green sc- a green screen effect where I have my my belt case behind me. Yeah, right, and it's gonna be wrestling hot takes. And I want to see how many wrestling fans I can piss off. Yeah, probably a lot. Well, the first one today was uh, Jim Cornette is right about modern wrestling. You don't want to hear it, but it's true. No, I think I think modern wrestling is is um, I I'm just not liking a lot of the characters. Yeah, I, I I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to talk about that today. Let's get back to fats. Right. Let's well, see. like when when we were kids, you had the pet rocks. I never had a pet rock. I didn't have one either, but uh, that we was were, a we thing. We were too poor for a pet rock. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> you were so poor you couldn't pay attention. Yeah. But I did have a lava lamp. I had a lava lamp. Yep. I had a lava lamp. I, 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 I that thing got hot. Oh, yeah. And, and then, of course, I thought, well, it could explode if you keep it on 24 hours a day. Let's try this out. <laughs> no, I was actually afraid it was going to explode. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I would. Oh, let, let, let's see how long this takes. Yeah, I had a, I had a blue one. Mine was red. Yeah. They're, they're, um, Together, did, we could have had purple. We could have. Did you ever have pogs? Pogs? No, I did not. No, I was a little bit. out. I, I found some in, in that I, I, I found some. Yeah. I, I don't ever remember collecting them. I never collected pogs. The only thing I collected when I was a kid was baseball cards and football cards. I did the football cards uh, only in 1979 and 1980 tops. See, I have like I, I still have most of my collection. I still have most of my baseball card collection. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, the markets kind of fell out of the older stuff now, yeah. unless you're talking guy, you know, like Mickey Mantle and shit like that. But like the card market today is ridiculous. I see new cards like new UFC cards, mm-hmm. and they're 
they're like short prints, you know, you'll well, like one of 25 or whatever. Yeah. And they're going for fucking outrageous sums of money. Oh, yeah. Especially if a guy wins a title. Like, and you will see the jump right at the end of the fight. Yeah, because I think the, the card manufacturers are trying to get on the secondary market so they can, you know, bump up the price of their own shit. It wouldn't surprise me. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I belong to some, some groups on yeah. Facebook, you know, about uh, the like, like MMA groups and stuff, and they're big in the trading community. Mm-hmm. And I've seen cards go, you know, like double in price when a guy wins a title. And I've seen cards nosedive when a guy loses a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it's amazing how fast that market shifts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like with any, with a lot of collectible stuff. I mean, I was, for the longest time, I was following, like, the emulators. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, the retro gaming stuff. Yeah. And you could not get an Atari 2600 for, like, under $200. You couldn't get Nintendo stuff for low prices. No, I mean, and, you still can't. Oh, well, yeah, you can now. The emulator market destroyed the retro gaming market. Because people sit there and say, well, I'm not going to pay 25 bucks for a cartridge. I'll just use an emulator. Yeah. And the demand goes down. No one wants to buy it. You, ah. st- you go online, and I just actually did this because I was considering getting my Atari 2600 back. And you still see a few outliers that are trying to sell Ataris for $1,000. Yeah. You, I can get it for 20 <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've... I, I don't have any emulators on on my computer. I really should get a good one, a good Nintendo emulator. Yeah, I have a few. <laughs> I actually, um, my computer at home, the one that sits in the corner, which yeah. doesn't get used anymore, uh, I'm replacing that whole corner section. I'm going to buy like an entertainment center. Yeah. I'm going to put a TV in there, and then I'm going to put, bring all of my game consoles, hook them all up, and my emulator consoles yeah, so I can play any game, anytime. See the the, and then you had like when Nintendo came out with the, uh, the little miniature version of the NES. Yeah, I I bought one. Yep, I have one. It, I wish it had more games on it, or I wish it was expandable. How many does it have? I think there's like twenty games on it. Oh, is it their black box library? No, it's not the black box library, but uh, it's it's actually the the Nintendo. Okay, it, like it looks like a mini. Yeah, NES. I've seen them. It's got like it's got like twenty games, like almost twenty games on it. I want to say, it's got all like Super Mario one, two, and three, mm-hmm. uh, Punch Out, but not Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh no no no, just Punch Out, uh, Legend of Zelda. I th- I want to say, uh, God, I can't remember what the hell's all on there. Um, I mean, there's some really cool games on it. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl is on there, <laughs> and you still cannot stop Bo Jackson. Nope. But yeah, it's it's a it's fun. It's it's nice to kick back and you know kind of relive the past a little bit in that. Yeah, I I enjoy the uh, the arcade stuff that I have here and there. Yeah, um, everything used to work with Windows uh, XP. Yeah, but nothing works with ten. Seven started tanking stuff. Seven started tanking my stuff. Really, ten is just a complete nightmare with anything. So you have to get like a Raspberry Pi. Put everything in, and flash everything. It's just it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's more effort than it's really. It worth. is. I mean, and I do want to do a stand up cabinet. Yeah, and I have that one in the garage, and I'm gonna you know kind of refurbish at one point and and just Raspberry Pi that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
now building an emulator station is just the easiest thing in the world. Well, like Brett, that the, the you know that does trivia. Brett has a an arcade room in his house mm-hmm. where he's bought a bunch of the sta- the new stand up consoles. Okay, yeah, the uh, arcade like the one ups. Re- yeah, the arcade one ups. He's got a bunch of them mm-hmm. in there, and yeah, whatever you know, to each their own. I would never, I wouldn't do that. I I heard too many bad reviews about them. Yeah, that they they actually very easily break. Yeah, I haven't heard too much. I but uh, to be fair, I haven't looked out. You know, looked looked them up too much or yeah. asked Brett. I I I looked them up and I you know and and they they are nice to kind of have, but I think just getting an actual standard arcade cabinet and just putting like a one off in there. I mean, there is one though that I it was limited edition. I'm never gonna get it. I would I wish I would have known about it. Uh, Dragon's Lair. Yes, and it was 12 inches high, and it looks like a shrunk like they put a shrink ray to Dragon's Lair. Nice. It was the side art was on it. The, everything lit up. Everything everything was in the right place. And then if you open up the back of it, it had and this is just like a, a I want to say a toy, but like a mock up of a a laser disc player. With a miniature laser disc. Really? It was not functional, but it was like you open up the back and that's what you could pull out of it. But uh, yeah, it was limited edition. They like, it sold out and I don't think they're going to do them again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it looks like a Dragon's Lair game, but shrank down to like a, a foot tall. Nice. That would be, that, that's, that would be a pretty neat thing to have. Yeah, because that ate a lot of my quarters. Here's one for you. You remember Swatch Watches? Yeah, Lisa still has one. Really? Yeah. Really. I remember girls in high school wearing like five of them <laughs> yep. at a time. Oh, my God. Like five of them. All the preppy girls. Oh, yeah. And like they would they would have a different swatch for each day of the week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they would wear multiple ones. And then slap bracelets. Yep. <laughs> Measuring tapes. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't we? Oh yeah, you were okay. Yeah, they had those at Dorney. Yes, they did. And we would slap each other with them. Oh God! Ski ball. Yes. <laughs> yes. We would. We well. Oh God. The the things that we did to like the prizes that were given away there. Um, <laughs> slapping each other with the slap bracelets. Yep. Ripping glow necklaces to shreds. Oh my god, that was the most fun time in the world. And, and just turning turning the bus into uh, a rave, in, in, into a rave. rave. I mean, we, we if somebody brought a bubble machine, we <laughs> yeah, we could have had a lot of. Slim would have let us do it. Oh, Slim would have allowed it. Yeah, Slim would have allowed it. Norm, now nah. no, Q Tip would have too. Q Tip, yeah, Q Tip probably would have. <laughs> and, and then we had the California raisins. Yep. You know that one of those got ripped apart and worn on <laughs> on Haggerty's head. Yep. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, we the the yeah, but the prizes that they had at that place were just some and and those were not bad prizes. Well, here's another one, you know, we could tie into the fad thing, mm. the band mirrors. Band? Yeah, the band mirrors. Oh, yes, the ones that I <laughs> the little 8 by 8 mirrors? Yeah. Yes. I still have a ton of those. That that you could win by popping the balloons. Oh god, those are awesome. Yeah, in the in the little cardboard frames. Yep. I don't have any more, but at one point, we probably both had, you know, hundreds of them. Yeah, I have I have Anthrax, I'm the Man. Nice. Uh, Metallica, Jump in the Fire. Um, Megadeth, So Far, So Good, So What? Uh-huh. Theater of Pain from Motley Crue. Uh-huh. 
and I think I have a Guns N' Roses appetite. Well, I I know I would I would get them. I gotta hang those up. I know I would get them at like when the Pomerantin Festival would come around. Oh. I would because we never could we couldn't we weren't allowed to win them at Dorney. Okay, like that stopped like us. Like that stopped us. <laughs> yeah. We weren't allowed to win them at Dorney yet. Yeah. We would wink, get a, wink. <laughs> we we would get on the bus with eight or ten of them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Especially when Bayer was working. You know, the thing was with those, I mean, now I think carnival games and I don't know if it's just me getting old, I mean, but they seem to really have changed. I remember you could walk away from those things. You know, it's like bust the maloon, get a mirror. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. There you go. It's like, now it's like, no, you got to bust the balloon. And if it says you win, you win. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I remember it being so easy. Yeah. You get go everything. Up, you would get three darts for a dollar and yeah. walk away with three mirrors. Yeah. Or here's another one from that era. The, uh, uh, we always call them roach clips, the feather clips. Yep. Put them in her hair. Yep. <laughs> and then when, and Jesus then when, and when, then when the joint gets low, you pull it out of your hair and you got your roach clip. You know, it's just, I, I never did anything like that. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, just thinking of of like the th- those kind of things we did in high school. Oh God! Uh, and it, like I, you would have them hanging from the mirror of your car. Yep. You know, because. The fuzzy dice just wasn't happening, but the the feathered roach clip was. Yeah, I had a bunch of those, man. I didn't have that many. Not the ro- not the the roach clips. I had a bunch of them. I had I had well, I mean, I I I of course had black. I had red. I had purple. Yeah. You know, it, it, they were. It, it, it was it was just a thing. Did Did you ever? <laughs> Did you ever uh, make a necklace out of like any car parts? No, I never made a necklace out of car parts. But, <laughs> but before John Cena ever did it, before John Cena ever did it, I wore a padlock on a chain around my neck. Okay, yeah, I was going with the necklace thing because what I was, I know I had some weird necklaces too. I, um, you'd find stuff like an old Chevy emblem. <laughs> and you put stuff on it and that was a necklace i never did that the best one is and then of course when i raced in uh, new hampshire at one point we took the dodge emblem off a car uh-huh. a, a cousin drilled a hole in it and we used tubing and i made a necklace out of it i, I still have the necklace <laughs> nice no i never it's... i never had the i never put a car emblem around my neck <laughs> I never put a car emblem around. Well, my I neck. was just trying to be like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you had Flavor Flav had the clock. You know, you had the car emblem. I had a padlock. Yeah. before John Cena ever did it. You know, <laughs> and where did where did we? Well, I know where I got my idea from. From like Ad Rock. <laughs> where, where'd you get yours from? Where'd I get mine from? Yeah. I just had a padlock laying around in my room in a choker chain, and I put it around my neck, and there we were. That That is probably how most fads start. I had this thing laying around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had, uh, God. The fingerless gloves. Yep, the banana clips. Banana clips. I, I, you know what? Even though I had long hair back in the day, I never had a banana clip. I never had a banana clip in my hair. Uh, but I did have a fad hairstyle at, at several points in my life. 
You had a fat hairstyle at every point in your life. Are you kidding me? Well, yeah. I mean, the mullet was technically we were, a fat. We were all the mullets. But after that, I had my head shaved. I had my head shaved underneath, but my hair long. Oh, you had that one. Yes, I had that one for a while. Uh, I've done the mohawk a few times. I've done well. Shit! At one point, my mohawk was five different colors. <laughs> great to have a hairstylist as a, a sister that's a hairstylist you know um she leopard printed my hair one time <laughs> well, my hair was short at the time yeah but she leopard printed my hair oh god i've done i've done some ridiculous shit with my hair i mean and, and i'm not even talking for the haunted house because like uncle touchy yeah you you do stuff just to do it <laughs> uncle touchy's hair was four different colors i had i would have like four ponytails in my hair. One was red, one was green, one was purple, and one was blue. Mm. You know, it's a good thing that the own. It's a nice thing when the owner of your haunted house is a fucking hairstylist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Linda, let's do this. <laughs> I think when I was in high school, I did blue hair once. Blue hair. You, you should have done. Uh, you should have done maroon, considering you were. No. Lee Heighton. No. Now maroon hair. That's just silly. <laughs> you know, I did blue hair a couple of times for pep rallies yeah. here. I did find, and I, I had posted this on Facebook years ago. Um, I was at Party City, and they had uh, face makeup. Uh-huh. Now, it wasn't bad, bad enough. They had Now, they had every color of face makeup, and the kid that they had the model, they just Photoshopped different colors on them. Yeah. Well, and when I say every color, the, the blackface one was hilarious. But I took a picture of maroon face, <laughs> and <laughs> and I posted to Facebook, and I was pretty, and I just said, just curious, is this offensive to anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, some people at the time that were on my friends list were outraged that I would dare post that picture. It's like it's maroon face, maroon. <laughs> It's no. not even a real color. Are you a fucking maroon? It's like, it's, Are you a maroon? I should have taken a picture of the whole display. Yeah. I mean, they had, they. I mean, you name like, every color in the rainbow was there. They, they even had white face. <laughs> you know, from white to black and everything in between. Yeah. This And this kid. I'd love to know who this kid is because he's famous now for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what was another, what were some other, like, Fashion fads. Well, I know a lot. Was a, well, I know a lot for the, the girls were the jelly bracelets. Yeah, the jelly bracelets, jellies themselves, the shoes. Yeah, I mean, late like modern day, you got the Crocs. Yeah, but I don't know if you could really call them a fad because they're still sticking around. At one point, I know we were all wearing big belt buckles. Speak for yourself. Okay, people in Lehighton were wearing big belt buckles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Now that trend has come to Pomerton because we got a lot of people in this town that think they're fucking cowboys. Hillbilly hollow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here's here's a weird fad that we were on for the tail end of CB radios. Dude, I tell you what. I had a CB. <laughs> you remember my white grand dam? Not, not, not really. Okay, that's the car I had. When I was in, when I was stationed in Maryland, and I first got out of the army, okay, I had a white 1987 Grand Am, okay, and my dad helped me put a CB in it. <laughs> I tell you what, that some bitch saved me so many speeding tickets. 
coming home from Maryland and going back to Maryland, that fucking thing saved me so many speeding tickets. Put it on 19 and just listen to the truckers. Yep. I I miss... That was our instant messaging. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody was on a Friday or Saturday night. Yep. And everybody was talking to each other. And, of course, you always had one jerk that, you know, just couldn't play well with others. Yeah. You know, had to had to keep the mic key or something dumb. Yep, or, or just whipping carriers. Yeah. You know, for those that don't know, whipping carriers is you key your mic for a second and then drop, key, drop, mm-hmm. key, drop. That way your carrier signal is going out, but you're not sending any any information, really. And then you had this guy. He had the souped-up CB with a sideband on it. Oh. And when he would key up... That thing was so powerful, it would drop TV signals. It would bleed on the other channels, too. Oh, yeah. It you, would, you'd be on channel 23, and, and what the hell is that? You go down to 20. Jesus Christ, this is an echo effect. Yep. Oh, my God. It's like, what are you broadcasting, man? My dad had a... my. Uh, my dad had one. He had a, a home you a, a home you a base unit, mm-hmm. right? Because obviously he's got one in his work truck. Yeah, right. And he had one in his car at the time, and then he had a home unit that had the side band on it. Yeah. And if he would kick that son of, if he would turn on the side, if he would like kick that thing on, he literally shut TV signals down. Mm. I had I don't remember this. I had a base unit, and I still have the unit. It's a Midland. I still have it, and I I had a base unit that I wired up in my car. <laughs> See, because there's ports on the back of it for like 12 volt auxiliary. Yeah, so I wired it to the to the battery with a couple leads. Yeah, you know, thank you, Farkas Electronics, <laughs> Joseph J. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I wired I wired that thing direct to the car, and I had this huge, huge CB console in the in the middle of my car. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still had the whip antenna hat on the Ford too. Oh God, I had a I I, I was driving an eighty seven freaking <laughs> eighty seven Grand Prix with a six foot uh, with a six foot Wilson whip on the back, and I had a President radio. Yeah, they, I had a pretty nice setup. Yeah, the the one time I remember, uh, there was two uh, former friends of mine were racing in Lehighton. I was a passenger, and. They raced past a cop. But luckily, the cop was only actually looking at one of the cars. Uh-huh. But we got pulled over. And I think we were like maybe 19 at the time. And we had uh, a bottle of Jack in the trunk. Unbeknownst to me, a bottle of Jack was in the trunk because it weren't my car. You know? Yeah. So the cop is like kind of giving us a lecture about, you know, he's like... You know, that, you know, that one of the other car friend of yours. Uh, no, we don't know who that is. You know, just the total deniability. Yeah. Gives us, gives him a little bit of a warning about driving recklessly. You know, the minute the cop gets out on the CB, warn him, get out of town now. They are looking for you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but but you did it right, man. You didn't throw him under the bus. Oh, no. You, you didn't throw him. Under, oh, no, it was just some guy we were, you know, he gave me the eye at the. Yep. He gave me the eye at the stoplight. We went. Yeah. Then, of course, I get after the cop leaves. And also that is like, oh, good thing you didn't search the car. We got a half bottle of Jack in the trunk. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, you didn't, and you didn't alpha me? Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't a hard alcohol drinker at the time. Oh, man. I 
I I did not start. Well, I shouldn't say that. I was drinking slow gin in high school. <laughs> you know what? I think around here everybody started drinking slow gin. Well, the thing was, and I I mean I've told I told my mother this stuff when she was alive. My mom we now <laughs> we had our liquor cabinet underneath the kitchen sink. You know, with the solvents and the cleaning products and the, what, <laughs> and the what have you. That's where she kept the liquor bottles. So I would go under there every so often and swipe stuff, right? Uh-huh. I swiped the bottle. I would. I love drinking peach tree, and I would. Sli- I swiped the bottle of slow gin, and that was like the alcohol that I would drink. And I did not, you know, I stopped drinking then until I became 21, switched to beer, and then I was drinking my drink of choice in the bar, Old Granddad. Ooh, gee, Jesus Christ. Ooh. I think I was under this weird impression when I was younger that alcohol had to taste bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> considering what you were drinking. Uh, old Granddad and Yukon Jack. Ooh, Yukon. I I was a resident <laughs> of Yukon Slavia. Oh, my God. That stuff's awful. Isn't it, though? <laughs> uh, the, only t- the only way Yukon Jack was ever really palatable was in a snake bite. I've had, oh, I've had more of you of those. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, and I uh and me and um and I don't know if you know Kenny Hudock. I know I know the name. Yeah. But. We used to meet up at Slammers and we would play a game where we would uh tell the bartender to mix us a shot with three things we just randomly name. Yeah. And the one that was really good, blueberry schnapps, uh-huh, Rumplemans, uh-huh, and Jack Daniels. Interesting. Mix those in equal parts. It is delicious. See, I can't drink Jack. Neither can I. Straight. <laughs> oh no, I can't drink Jack even mixed. There's a there's a, an element in Jack Daniels that turns Eric into an asshole. Mm. No, Bigger asshole. Eric wants to fight when he drinks Jack. All right. Well, I won't. You know. I, I I have not touched Jack Daniels in almost 24 years. Oh, it's been been longer than that for me too. Yeah, I I have not I have not ch- touched Jack. That was the only time I had it was at Slammers. Yeah. Cuz after we got to, after we moved to Mugshots, that was Southern Comfort all the time. Oh, Soco, good stuff. Yep. I like Cuz when Dave came in, you all drank the Southern Comfort. That's right. <laughs> Except me, I was drinking Red Death. <laughs> oh my god. Which recipe? Whatever Bob made. <laughs> And you know there was a fad too. Everybody I knew was drinking Red Death. Oh, dude! Oh, god! I would walk in. I'd I'd walk into Mugshots, and I'd ask for a pitcher of Red Death. Yeah. Bob would say, "How many glasses? None. Just give me the pitcher." Yep. I did that with a kamikaze once. (laughs) 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 Oh, once (laughs) Johnny Dangerously moment. Once. I drank nine pitchers of Red Death once. Oh. Once. Yeah. I remember there was a certain point that I was like, every place you went, they had a cooler full of Red Death. Yeah. You know, and they're probably, those were big igloo coolers. Yep. That stuff was evil. But delicious. Oh, yeah. It, it, That's the worst part. You never, you didn't even know you were drinking it until you stood up. That that was around the time, then all of a sudden you're Twisted Teas, yep. Mike's Hard Lemonades. And those red apple ciders came, and then all of a sudden, alcohol started tasting good again. Dude, red apple ale is delicious. I know they are, aren't they? Oh, 
Oh, Red's apple is delicious. Lisa likes the twisted tea. I'm not Un- a fan. Unfortunately, she doesn't drink it fast enough, and then I get thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I I'm not a big fan of the tw- of the twisted tea. Um, I oh. like I like the Red's apple ale. Um, the Mike's hard isn't bad. I like yeah, I like all the Mike's hard watermelon. The, wa- the water. It's hard to find. I like the black cherry. Yeah, you you have the cherry and the lemonade, but the watermelon, if you can find it, oh my god. It is absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I'll have to find I'll have It's to, so delicious. <laughs> I'll have to find that. Uh, here's a here's a drinking fad from our younger days. Did you ever drink jungle juice? Or Heard you ever make you ever make jungle I, juice? I knew people that would make it. See, but I never knew what it was. Just people People would bring shit to the house. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Except we called it trash can punch. <laughs> in our barracks, in at in our barracks at Fort Detrick, we had a designated trash can that was just for trash can punch. They went out. Jesus. We went out and we bought a gal like a, a galvanized steel trash can. Yeah. And it was kept. In a closet, and the only fucking thing that ever got used for was to make trash can punch, and we literally made it in a trash can. <laughs> you want to talk about some epic parties? Oh. Make trash can punch, and one night, we decided we were going to turn three barracks rooms into a beach. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Because I know that meant a lot of sand. We cleaned out a Kmart. <laughs> cleaned out every bag of play sand they had. In, uh, and I'm talking in f- sand, inflatable pools, alleg- you know, inflatable whatever we could find that was beach themed. And we had a beach party. And the first sergeant came through. <laughs> and first sergeant says, what in the hell is going on here? Beach party, first sergeant. As long as it's cleaned up by Monday morning, I don't give a shit. Rock <laughs> on. <laughs> you know, and anybody out there that says Gen X was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't lazy. We 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 were very focused on other things. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Gen X, we got shit done. Yeah, but we got we got the unimportant shit done. <laughs> yeah, like, like like turning a barracks into a beach. Yep. <laughs> we oh god. I oh, I miss those days. I miss those days. Well, when you you could take it back to Panama, that's when I first that's when I did my first keg stand. I've never done a keg stand. And that's when I... Here's another fad from drinking. Beer funnels. I think those are still... You can still find them. Yeah. But like Spencer's... Spencer sells them now. We had to fabricate our own. <laughs> when, yeah. When Spencer sells the, the, the... Yeah. What is all that shit? Come on, guys. Come on. Get some ingenuity in that. We fabricated our own hey, beer funnels. Hey, did you use a video for that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you use a video for that? <laughs> No, dude. I like <laughs> literally go to the go to. Well, oh my god, yes. It's it's the military, so you go to the PX, <laughs> buy a funnel, and you buy some tubing. Yep. And there's your fucking beer funnel. I did my record is inverted. Okay, doing a headstand, shotgunning three beers out of a funnel at one shot. Yeah, I don't think I could have done that. I can't do it anymore, but I used to be able to. Oh. But our our uh, the house that we lived in. The maid's quarters, we didn't have a maid, so the maid's quarters was a party, so it was a party zone. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, you know, you know, it's become a fad when Spencer starts selling it. Oh yeah, well, it's become over overly a fad because now everybody can do it. When yeah, they, when they sell beer pong sets. Yeah. What? How do you sell a beer pong set? You get a couple cups and some balls. What? Well, it's just right. Well, I mean, hey, kudos to you for capitalizing on it. Yeah. You know, and a rule book. What would the rule well, book? Don't, no. <laughs> Sink it, drink it. Still, <laughs> what fucking rules do you need? <laughs> exactly, but they may, they sell beer pong sets with rules, and they want and these people want to cancel Generation X. Yeah, well, that that's the way. I think I know. I saw something at a toy store. I know I saw it, and it was just cups and balls, and it was you put water in them or fruit juice, and the kids can play. And I actually, you know, that was one of those moments where I went to Lisa. Hold up. <laughs> I do not want my children doing this. Wait a minute. Are yeah. you are you suggesting that we we introduce the children to beer pong, but well, the light version? Well, one of the well, you, you want to talk about introducing children to things. I didn't introduce him to this, but I I was introduced to my oldest child's shotgunning ability at a party. <laughs> we went to my. Uh, my friend Lance and his wife, who's one of Missy's real good friends, mm-hmm. they were having a little get together at their place, right? And our friend Lewis shows up. And Lewis, the bastard, drinks all my beer, <laughs> right? I brought Heineken with, and Lewis drinks all my fucking Heinekens. Save the one I drank. Because, all right, Missy's drinking. I guess I'm driving. So I drank one beer. Lewis drank the rest of my fucking beer. And then he challenges Randy to a shotgunning contest. At the time, Randy's 18. Mm. Is there a statute of limitations on this? No. There, yeah, there is. He didn't get busted. It didn't happen. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Lewis, you've met Lewis, yeah. obviously. Lewis challenges Randy to a shotgunning contest. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Randy. Randy's... Randy could shotgun a beer pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> Drink drinking games. Oh my god. Uh. There. Uh. I don't even want to think about drinking games. You remember playing asshole? Yes. That and three man. Oh god, three man. <laughs> uh, seven to the left, eleven to the right. Sloppy dice drinks twice and passes them. Yep. Oh uh. god. Oh god. Uh. Uh, and I, I just think, you know, I, I could have just maximized my drinking effort by just drinking. Right. <laughs> but no, no. We had to make it a fucking game, didn't yeah, we? Yep. We had to make binge drinking a game. Yep. You want to cancel us? Go ahead. <laughs> we, we, before you guys even knew what the hell was going on, we made binge drinking a game. Yep. Oh, God. The, the Gen X were the Gen X were the innovators. Of just strange behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we took anything that the boomers thought of and, like, turned the volume up to 11. Yep. Our generation made ECW. Yes, we did. Hey, there's a fad. They, Hardcore yep. wrestling. Yes. Um, Speaking of which, new season of Dark Side of the Ring premieres this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and I talked about it a little bit uh, over the weekend when he called me. Yeah. Uh, he had j- He just discovered it. And I gave him some episodes to like really dive headfirst into. The new season of Dark Side of the Ring uh, premieres this week. And the premiere episode is a two-parter. 
about the late great Brian Pillman. Okay. I watched part one. They released part one on YouTube. Oh my God. Mm. Like Pillman, if you don't know the Brian Pillman story, do yourself a favor and watch this. Um, All I can say is Brian Pillman had his demons. He had his issues, but the guy, he was, he was, he tried his best to be a good family man and his widow comes off looking fucking horrible in this. Mm. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Watch, just do yourself a favor and watch it. Jim, watch Pillman. Watch the Pillman episodes. You'll thank me. But back to the fads, ECW started like the hardcore wrestling. Mm-hmm. One of the episodes this year on Dark, this season on Dark Side of the Ring is going to be the West Coast knockoff of ECW, XPW. Okay. Which is the promotion where New Jack tried to kill Vic Grimes. Right. Yeah. They're, well, they did a they did a, an episode on New Jack last season. Yeah, he's... He, <laughs> yeah. Go back and watch The Life and Crimes of New Jack. Yeah. Oh, my God. How that man is not dead or in jail is beyond me. Yeah, now that was, you know, the hardcore stuff. They, they, you know, ECW took it. The fans ate it up. They got tired of the cartoon wrestling. Yep. That, that you know, WCW, WWF are putting out. And all of a sudden now, they make Mick Foley the hardcore champion. And then they homogenize it and turn it into more comedy. Yep. Where you have pie fights during contests. Yeah, and the the whole twenty four seven rule. It's still and it's still happening. Yeah, it, when, when you have Crash Holly losing the belt in the ball pit. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, hardcore wrestling was a thing, um, good or bad. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there was some good in it, and there was a lot oh, yeah. of bad in it. They they would you know they would get someone to run with it, and but you had like, you had one person had the belt, and there would be ten pinfalls, and the same person. Has the belt in the end. Well, Tommy Dreamer was like a 37-time hardcore <laughs> yeah. champion. You know, yeah. um, it's the same thing now with R-Truth in the, the 24-7 title. He's like a 30-time. I, I absolutely love. I liked him when he was K-Quick. I liked him when he was and, K-Quick. And he's still the same character in my eyes, just a different name. But my God, the stuff, the promos he cuts are so fun to watch. Dude, Vince will never fire him. Because he oh, you you know what? You know, he is just he's just fun to watch. He's fun to watch and he's hilarious. Yes, especially cuz he just pulls off this, you know, you know, they're they're just talking and he calls like Triple H your honor. And yeah. then, and then he's like, "No, this isn't a hearing." You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like like what he calls the twenty four seven title, the twenty four seven three sixty five I ninety five South. Yes. You know, it's it, it's great. Yeah, our our truth is 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 just I I love the character to to death, and I just want to see him do more stuff. Okay, let's uh let's go in a little different direction here. How about music fads? Music fads. I got one right off the top of my head. There's, oh, I'm trying to think. There's so. I'm trying to think of something that. I'll say one band, and you'll know instantly what I'm talking about. I mean synthesizers. Well, no, well, I mean synthesizers were a thing and still are a thing, but. Yeah. 
The squirrel nut zippers. What, ska? Dear God. Is that ska, right? No. The squirrel nut zippers is more like... Uh, Sounds like ska. Uh, in the afterlife. It's like kind of like big band swing. Oh, the swings. Stuff. Oh, yeah. When that was a thing going on. See, I didn't listen to the squirrel nut zippers because it's a stupid fucking name. <laughs> was... What? You don't like ska? No, I don't like ska either. You don't like the Mighty Mighty Boston's? Nope. Get out of my house. I show shut up. I don't like, I'm not a fan of ska. I'm a fan of like a lot of music. But if if I'm like putting stuff that I just won't listen to because it's, I don't like it, it's ska. Um, the big band swing stuff, you know, that Gwen Stefani was doing at the time. Yeah. Um, and then you got like, like with that thing, you got like songs like Mambo Number no. 5. Yeah. And- you know, and mumbo rap. Uh, oh, Randy and I have had this discussion. Because like, I, I, I love old school rap. Yeah. I love old school rap, you know, and, and not just gangster rap, you mm-hmm. know, not just not just the gangster stuff. And don't get me wrong. I love Biggie and Tupac and N.W.A. and Public Enemy and all that shit. But old school hip hop. Yeah. You know, Run DMC. The late great Shock G mm-hmm. and the Digital Underground, you know bands like that, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, the Sugar Hill Gang, Too Short, Too Short, Skilo, Yep, um, oh the Diabolical Bismarcky, LL Cool J, Yep, all that stuff. Yeah, I love it. Modern rap disgusts me. Mm-hmm. You know, he Randy listens to stuff like that. He listens to like Lil Uzi Vert. A uh, little pump, uh, all, all lils, all the lils, um, all that stuff, and I can't stand it, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't stand it. And the biggest critique I have it have of it is not even about the fact that I can't understand what they're saying, which I can't, which is kind of fucked up considering I could decipher death metal. Lyrics. Exactly. That's why it's like you can't. Yeah, you know, we we don't use that as a as a jumping point. There, it's just. I can I can decipher Cannibal Corpse lyrics. Yeah. I can decipher what you know Chuck Schuldner is saying in a death song. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the fuck Lil Pump's trying to say, mm-hmm. right? But the other thing that gets me about it is I don't know who's producing these records, but nothing is in the same time signature. Mm. The drums are in one one time signature, like the the. Token piano part yeah. is in a different time signature, and he's rapping somewhere off in fucking space, and it's not in time with anything else. Mm-hmm. On a lot of it, yeah, you know, and I, how how does that happen? Somebody got popular with it, and the next thing you know, everybody's just a, a copy, copy, copy. No, yeah, I mean that's music. Yeah, but I don't know how Sky ever happened. I really don't. I, I, I like a lot of alternative stuff. See, I got I got to disagree with you. I'm I I'm a big fan of the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Yeah. I like the Boston's. I like Real Big Fish. I like those bands, man. Scott is fun. Just a you know even some of Rancid stuff, and Rancid's a straight up punk band, but a lot of their stuff has some skanky ska type feel in it. Listen to uh, like uh, Time Bomb by Rancid. That's got a skank, skanky, skyish feel to it. You know, Operation Ivy. I, I just think it probably the aesthetic is what did it to me. I mean, whenever I think of a ska band, I think of people in these weird, you know, 
like powder blue tuxedos playing trumpets. Well, yeah, you got to have horns in a ska band. No, don't say the that that's, that's, that doesn't that doesn't you know that's ska was a fad, you know, bad as Weezer. What? 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 Is, wait, what happened? What's wrong with Weezer? Well, bands like that. What's wrong with bands like Weezer? Okay. I, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> Just bringing it back to fads. Uh, that was a, a fad when everything had to be this, you know, lo-fi. And I like lo-fi stuff. Like back in the White Stripes and stuff like that. I hate the White Stripes. I know you do, but we're not talking about you now. <laughs> so, so, but... But Weezer, oh, Weezer just it's it's almost like four computer geeks, you know, be 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 you know, you know, decided to get together and have a record. That's what it is. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo has a fucking degree from Harvard. You know, it's like okay, go. Um, and what's that band that did Paranoid Android? Radiohead. Radiohead. That's the other one. There are certain bands in that genre I do I don't care for. See, I'm a. I love Weezer. Weezer's fun, man. It it was at one point when they did Beverly Hills. How can you not <laughs> bop your head though, like Buddy Holly? I yeah, I'm not a fan of that song. How can you not like the sweater song? I don't. I just don't. You must be a commie. No, I'm not a commie. All right, I'm you just, must I, be a commie. <laughs> you know how can you not like the mighty mighty boss tones? I. You know, it just dude, you throw on the impression that I the song the impression that I get. How can you not love that song? It's just it's the trumpets. It's all the trumpets in that ska music that I'm not a fan of. Ah. Brass gotta stay out of of music. No. Except, except big band, which I also don't like, so I'm not also a fan. What, what do you got against Herb Alpert now? And the Tijuana Brass. <laughs> I have a couple of his albums uh, <laughs> that I was willed, so, so shut up. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm Herb Alpert. This is my brass section of the Tijuana guys. <laughs> Dennis Leary moment. Alex Horn and the Horn section. <laughs> How about Bruce? Uh, here's one that was uh, uh, hot for a minute. Bruce Horns be in the range. If I heard him, I don't remember That's just him. the way it is. Some things will never change. Oh, I thought that was Mike and the Mechanics. No, that's Bruce Hornsby oh, in the range. Shit. Okay. No, Mike and the Mechanics. I can't even oh. tell you a Mike and the Mechanics song. But that was Mike Rutherford from Genesis. Okay. Um another band, another like kind of a fad band was uh the Jeff Healy band. Oh, I love Jeff Healy. Great guitar player. Absolutely love Jeff Healy. Great guitar player. Yeah, okay, pretty good actor too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, his his um his stuff in Roadhouse, which kind of introduced me to Jeff Healy. Yeah, I mean, and then you see it after that. Like, Man, he's just plays good blues for a blind white boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that oh, Jeff Healy was such a phenomenal mm-hmm. guitar player. Um, that was uh, that was a trend for a hot minute too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the guitar virtuoso thing. Yeah, you had Steve Vai. Yep, when he and, when he did the audience's listening. Yep, and Yingvi Malmsteen. Inga. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Inga. S- sweet emotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've unleashed the fucking fury. Yeah. In, yep. 
Well, I mean, I've heard that pronounced so different. So he's pronounced it so many different ways. <laughs> he's from Wilkesboro. <laughs> <laughs> he pronounced it Ingve, pronounced it Inga. You know, uh, uh, but don't get me wrong. Malmsteen's a great freaking guitar player. Yeah, for, and then John Five keeps that up alive. Uh, oh, yeah, John Five's keeping that going. The guy, there's always one guitar player at a time. Yeah. There's, there's never two. Yeah. They always have one at a time, and they go from band to band. Vi was in White Snake, was with Roth. Um, yep, and then and, he did his own thing. Yeah, and, then, uh, yeah, and Malmsteen, had, you know, I don't know who he was with. Uh, he was with Alcatraz. Alcatraz. And, and then he he yeah, branched John, out and did Rising Force. Yeah, John Five is with Zombie. You know, I mean, they always are, they go from someplace to someplace. Well, John Five, uh, he was actually, like, before the Rob Zombie era of his career. You remember a band called Two? No. It was Rob Halford and John Five. Oh. That's it. Wow. That is some good stuff. See, some of the music fads that... It's hard to say they're fads, but they were. Um, the whole hair metal. Yeah. It it didn't last long. No. It was a flat... It, 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 and grunge lasted less, but it fucked up the whole world for hair metal. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and that's the thing with... A, with and that's what a fad does. Yeah. It comes, it's a flash in the pan, mm-hmm. and then it's gone. It's super hot for a minute yep and then even even now i'm not i'm not gonna go as far as say thrash was a fad but there was a point when it was like everybody knew a thrash band yeah you know and only the ones that were like on the surface yeah i mean you didn't have a whole lot of people that were diving deep and getting into you know like bands like municipal waste or anything like that you know, but everybody knew who Metallica was. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody, and everybody knew, knew who Megadeth yeah, was. Everybody knew the stuff on the surface. And then Thrash kind of had its day. Yeah. And, and then, like, with another musical fad, you had the whole crossover thing. Bands like Suicidal Tendencies mm-hmm. and DRI, yep. Biohazard, you know. And those were the big three that every, those were the three that everybody knew. Yeah. And Biohazard to even a lesser extent. And then those brought rise to bands like Limp Biscuit. Oh God, there, there's one. Yep, new metal, new, new the new metal, and you metal. Corn, yep. corn, Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, Papa Roach, Slipknot. Yeah, got lumped in with them. Yeah, all these bands that just it it got and that the gent. Oh gent, yeah the, gent. Yeah, the new stuff like uh, stuff like Cage the Elephant, mm-hmm. Animals as Leaders. You know, that was hot for 30 yeah. seconds. Here, here's two fads that I thought were kind of interesting. I heard these recently, and I never thought of them as fads, but when you think of at one point, all these number bands came out. Number bands? Blink-182. Yeah. Sum-41. Yeah. Um, 3-6 Mafia. 3-11. Uh, 3-11. Three, three yeah. All these number bands came out. And then a little bit around that, you also had the The Bands. The Strokes. The Wallflowers. The Killers. The, yeah. You had all these the bands. Yeah. And then you had the, a thing where everybody had to have three names. Oh, like who? Well, the, well if you, here, me, you, if can, you can me. lump this You can lump this in with a few of them. Seven Mary Three. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Seven Mary Three. That was, ah. Uh, I, oh, shit. You know what? I gotta I gotta add cumbersome to the band set list. Uh, Seven Mary Three has so many deep cuts. I didn't know where the name came from, even though I watched Chips as a kid. Yep, and like it was one of those things where it's like I never realized that that was it was Pontius call, call sign. 
Seven Mary Three. And, oh, do I remember Cumbersome. Oh, my God. That, that, Steve loved that song. She calls me Goliath and I wear the David mask. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, there was that band name. It's like one thing gets popular and we just run it into the ground. Oh, yeah. They don't, I don't see that a lot anymore. No. It's like, it almost seems like everybody's like almost like a one off. Well, I mean, the, the music business is now built for a five year shelf life. If that even, I mean, I mean, the pop music industry is built for a five-year shelf life. I even think sometimes oh, the whole thing, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, there's bands that are, that are that do have staying power, and by and large, they're freaking metal bands. Mm. Slipknot's been around for twenty plus years now. Yep, Corn has been around for twenty plus years. Good or bad, Limp Biscuit is still going. Are they? Yeah, Lord. Fred Durst brought him back again. Huh? Rob Zombie has been going, I mean, since the early 90s with White Zombie, at least, you know, and and his solo stuff. Sad, sad as it is sometimes, you know, I mean, these bands could just ride a wave of nostalgia. Yeah. Even, even if they were marginally successful at one point. Yeah, if you heard that autograph was playing somewhere, dude, you know, <laughs> dude, Aldo Nova is still making money. Yeah, so it's you know, Aldo Nova is still making yeah. money and playing. Yeah, and that oh, yeah, fantasy blood on the bricks. Yeah, I remember all that stuff. Aldo Nova was actually one of my online handles when I started the online world. Really, I thought it was so obscure a band, no one was going to question where he got the name Aldo Nova. Yeah, you know. And then somebody asked you, "Is life just a fantasy?" <laughs> I think I think some I think Blood on the Bricks was the first, um, like deep cut that they knew. Oh, they they knew this guy knows music. Yeah, you know, it was like because that that was a band that not a lot of people knew about. Well, I mean, an alias. Well, kind of along those lines, an alias I used in Panama was Pete Steele. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Uh, dude Rule number one, in the Panamanian bar, you never right. give your real name. Yeah, but was this around carnivore time, or was this... Uh... It was typo time. Okay. <laughs> it was typo time. Uh, I was I was turned on to typo when I was in Georgia, before okay. I got to Panama. Um, you remember Hard and Heavy Video Magazine? Yeah. My buddy would get Hard and Heavy Video Magazine, and he got the latest edition, and we're sitting there watching it, and the video for Christian Woman... Okay. Comes on. The next morning, I woke up. I went to the I went to the Augusta Mall, to whatever the the video store was. It was the precursor to Fye, mm-hmm. and I bought Bloody Kisses, mm-hmm. and I've been hooked ever My, since. Mine was similar to that. Um, when I was in uh, that band Eclipse Rain, yeah, uh, Jason wanted us to. Uh, just get in a, he wanted us to have an eclectic mix of music you know and um, he gave me Nativity in Black oh god great record yes and just to listen to how other bands do covers so I could I, I you know they have their own style because I never really listened to covers before that right you know and when Typo came on Black Sabbath from the Satanic Perspective. Yes. No, that was on the second one. The first one was just Black Sabbath. Okay, yeah. The Satanic Perspective was on two. But I heard that, 
and it was just so long and drawn out and just melodic. I had to know more about that band, and then I went out and bought Bloody Kisses. Oh, now which which version of Bloody Kisses did you get? Uh, the Digipack. The Digipack, so that with the actual kiss on the front. Yes. Okay, that's the one I got too. Yeah. Uh, with the long, which less songs but longer. Yes. It was nine tracks, but everyone was like eight minutes plus. And, and every one of them, there's no real breaks in the album. No, but like the <laughs> regular, the regular Jewel Case edition mm-hmm. had like thirteen songs on it, but they were cut down versions of the songs. Yeah. I'm so glad I got the Digipack. Oh, yeah. At the time, and I got mine at the wall. Oh, God. And I think my case still has the wall sticker guarantee on it. Really? Yep. <laughs> you know, I don't remember I don't remember the name of the record store, but like, like I said, the day after I heard uh, Christian Woman mm-hmm. for the first time, or actually saw the video for Christian Woman, I'm like, I need this. Yeah. And I went out and I bought Bloody Kisses. Yeah, I had it. I mean, I that was just amazing. And then I saw the, the small back catalog they had, and I got everything new, everything they put out. Well, at, at the time Bloody Kisses came out, I think the only two before that were... Uh, Origin of the Feces. And Slow, Deep, and Hard. Yes. Yeah. And I, I'm i with you. And then I found out that you're in Carnivore. Yeah. And then, I, of course, I had to get the Carnivore stuff as well. Yeah. Because it's primarily the same. Yeah. It's yeah. just less slow. It's like it's like if you got it, if you were into Danzig, oh yeah, go buy the Samhain stuff. Oh yeah, because it's the same band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love I I love typo and I still love typo negative. Listen to it. It's Me just, too. I can I know, it puts you in a mood. They're they're and depending on the song is going to depend on what mood it puts you in. Yep. There's some typo negative stuff that makes you just want to kill things, like um. Like for, like, unsuccessfully coping with the natural oh, beauty of infidelity. Yep, <laughs> that's a good punching song. Yep, and then you have a song like "Christian Woman" mm-hmm. or "Black Number One," which you're just gonna sit back and groove to. Yeah, "Wolf Moon" is one of my favorites. "Wolf Moon," and then you have like "Everything Dies." Oh yes, one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and that's just gonna mellow you. Uh, not mellow you out it's gonna bum you out mm-hmm. that song is a fucking bummer and then you have something like i don't want to be me mm-hmm. which is just you listen to it and it's a fun song and then you listen to the lyrics and digest the lyrics and you realize how dark that song really mm-hmm. is have you ever like list- I, I probably have but i still think it's i i just get to the video and it's a fun song to me Ugh. But I know I I understand not wanting to be yourself. Well, yeah, I mean I I get that too. Mm-hmm. But the second like the second verse, uh, two steps forward, three steps back, without warning, heart attack. He fell asleep in the snow. Uh, never woke up, died alone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to be me. Yeah. Please don't dress in black when you're at his wake. Don't go there to mourn, but to celebrate. Great song. Great songwriter. You know, yep. Pete Steele was a, a fucking genius. Yep, and he could he every every song they they did just did every single motion no matter where it was. My girlfriend's girlfriend was just fun. Oh yeah, I you know? love that song. Yeah, I love I love that song. Uh, my girlfriend's girlfriend is so cool. The keyboard intro to that is mm-hmm. so. Oh, it's just so cool. 
and their cover of Cinnamon Girl. Yep. You know, you've never heard Neil Young done like typo negative does mm-hmm. Neil Young. Oh God, if you've never if you've never listened to typo, go check him out. You'll you'll love him. You'll if if you don't, yeah, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, if 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 you you don't want to just put on the the black mascara, <laughs> just oh god, they're, they're fun. It's 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 almost like Halloween come to life. Yeah, more than Danzig and Sam Hain. Dude, I want I I just want to wear black and green. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had the typo hat. Yeah. Uh, I was just a huge typo fan. I think also it's one another one of those bands. It's like it's just so outside the box. Yeah. You know. And there was it. They didn't fit in any mold. I, I don't think they ever wanted to. No. And and you know, I mean, Pete Steele. We we lost Pete Steele. I think eleven years ago now. Yeah, it's a long time. And uh, thankfully, Kenny Hickey and the rest of the guys in Typo decided to just, you know, no, mm-hmm. we're not even going to try mm-hmm. to to go on without Pete because Pete was the heart and soul of that band. Yeah. But it's it's a. And you see this a lot. It's ironic. You know, Pete finally got his life together. He was happy in in his personal life. You know, he had a he had a girlfriend that wasn't cheating on him. Yeah. <laughs> and he he found God again. And he got clean, he got sober. And wouldn't you know it, he fucking died. Yep. <laughs> you know, after he gets his shit back together, you know. It's a shame, man. One of the greats, mm-hmm. one of the one of the true greats of of the music business. Yep, and still, I think still not not known very well to a broad range of people. No, more, people uh, that know Pete Steele know who know him, and then the ones that don't. Oh, don't, who's that? Yeah, just you know, just have never heard a typo negative. Would probably if they didn't know him before that, they probably even wouldn't be into the type of music you. It's a path you got to go down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. And in the grand scheme of things, Typo's catalog is not super deep. You Mm -hmm. know, it's not super huge, but there's nary a stinker in the bunch. No, there's something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's not, I wouldn't even say, I don't know if a fast, fast songs. If I'm, I don't want to be me's quick. Yeah, that one's a quicker one. Because we we play that one. Yeah. But a lot of them are just very slow, methodical. Uh, slow, yep. and, slow to mid-tempo. Yeah, and but meaningful in that. They yeah. fit a lot in there. Yeah, and everything makes sense. Yeah. And like even their, their more epic songs, like the full version of, of uh, Black Number One, mm-hmm. or the full version of Christian Woman. Or Suspended in Dusk. Oh. Such a good song. It's a song about being a vampire. Again, I sometimes don't know what the, what the songs are about. I just love them. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... I mean, the whole Bloody Kisses. I mean, between Bloody Kisses and October Rust, I mean... Those, there's no skip songs on either oh, record. Those two are just awesome altogether. And of course, well, the one skip song is the joke that they play on the one. Bad Ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah. Which is, it's just a ground hum. Yeah, <laughs> I think they did a skipping one on another one too, where they had a skipping track. Yeah, and they said, "Ah, just joking." <laughs> Wait, uh, dude, uh, I think we should really get ready to wrap up. Okay, take a guess at the time. One, well, probably 
145. You're right. About, or, or, or a minute 47. Yep. Or an hour 47. Oh, God. This was a good topic. It was, I mean, yeah. Fads, we all do them. We're all going to continue to do them. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it, it's the human condition. Um, whether we like it or not, we yeah. are all part of a cult of personality. Yeah. And don't ever be ashamed to do something, just even if it, it hasn't been done in years. Right. You know, put on a jelly bracelet. Yeah, and go on. No one's gonna say anything. Pull your swatch. Pull your swatches out the drawer. Put new batteries in them. Slap them shits on, and let's yeah. rock out. Get your Ray Bans. Yep. Uh, <laughs> tease your hair up to the moon. Get the Aquanet. Oh, I ought to do that one these days. Oh, dude, I want to Wayne Static my hair one day. Oh, Trisha, if if do you think your sister could actually do my hair up like an eighties metal band? I'm sure she could. <laughs> I'm sure she could. <laughs> Dude, she'll even perm your shit. No, no, let's. I draw the line. I'm not don't do no perm. No, okay, that's a fad. I I'm not doing. Yeah, I'm sure Amber could. I'm sure Amber could freaking dolly up like Don Dockin. Of all the people, no, I'm CC man, I look like CC Deville. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you 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 strike me more as more as Mike Mike Tramp from White Lion. I'll, I'll take that. I'll, ta- I'll take that. You know, although you know, I'm more of a Coverdale. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I got nothing because I'm trying to think of a butt ugliest man in, in metal for you. <laughs> Lemmy. He was. He was. He wasn't. But. I still but, raise, I'll raise my glass to him. Oh, right. Here, hang on. Here's the lamb. Little Emmy. The Emmy. You know, the man once said, I look like I look. I talk like I talk. And I'll still come to your town and fuck your girlfriend. Because <laughs> we are Motorhead. Yes. And we play rock and roll. <laughs> so glad I got to see them live. Uh, uh, I, I don't have a lot of bands on my bucket list anymore because I've been fortunate to see most of them. I mean, there's a couple that I can't see anymore because they, you know, members have passed on Mm -hmm. like the Eagles. I wanted to see the Eagles, but I wasn't paying 200 bucks for obscured seats at the PPL Center. Mm -hmm. I got to see Motorhead before Lem died. I got to see Sabbath before they called it a day. Um, I've seen Maiden. I've seen Metallica. You know, the one classic metal band I have yet to see, though, is Priest. Oh, never seen Priest. Well, I think there's to get on that. I need to. <laughs> I, I definitely need to because I don't know how many much how many more years Alfred has in him. <laughs> yeah, very true. All right, well, we're an hour and fifty deep officially. Yep, uh, it's time to call this a night. All right, guys, uh, I'm not going to apologize for the long rants to, or for not rants, but the the length of today's episode because we just had a blast. Yeah, and I hope you guys find something. And like Bill said, don't be ashamed, man. Go. Put your jelly bracelets on, your slap bracelets, your swatches. Lace up them white Reebok kicks. Yeah, do it all up again. Yep, the Reebok pumps, baby, the Reebok pumps. Yeah, that's got to be the shoes. <laughs> it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Later on. Bye.